Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> 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 It's my family. <laughs> famous boy. I want to be a famous boy. Something, something, a guy who others can trust. I'll be he who gives advice. Sometimes awful, but more often I'll be awfully nice. As long as I am discussed, that is my only must. Though I don't know exactly what they mean, I sure would like to see my picture in the magazines. In profile, I won't smile, I'll be sagacious and grim. Everybody, be them Jew or boy, will know of me. I'm the famous, well-adjusted boy. Freud Lindbergh had a noise. Each of us a famous boy. I learned to like beluga stars in their bunch. Take me to lunch. Don't think that I'm a sugar. What if I am? If that's my fate, I may be cute, but I really can't wait to be a famous boy. Famous boy. Well, nobody curls your hair when you're a famous boy. Make my lesser salivate. Then gee, I'm gonna be the man who other men will hate. A poet, a thinker, don't wanna work with my hands. Famous doesn't mean I'll be alone. I'll communicate by electronic telephone. Even though times are tough, famous will be enough. Applause will greet me daily, entering stores and nobody snores. I'll play the ukulele, also the flute, ditto trombone. I may be cute, but I'm also well known, and I'm a famous boy. Famous boy. Nobody kicks your shins when you're a famous boy. Beautiful, beautiful. Oh yes, that was my TBT video that Enoch has um, prompted me to keep as a weekly thing. But this beautiful backdrop behind me is actually not taking place over at Sunset Hour Studios, but it is indeed here in Marina Del Rey, California. Um, I am located in Venice Beach right now, taking a personal uh, staycation, and I think that it's very important that you get out every now and then of your. A studio apartment and you know try and treat yourself a little bit and surround yourself with things that make only you happy and that is exactly what I have done the past few days so I'm grateful for that I'm also grateful that Universal Broadcasting Network was able to uh, 
take this stream and, and broadcast it on their channel as, as well. So shout out over to them, Tony and Kurt. Thank you so much. Speaking of Kurt, you're not right next to me, but you are here, right? I can I can hear you. Yeah, you can hear me. I'm still here. I'm still Hi, behind the board. Kurt, I miss you. I miss you too. Well, so I'd, I'd rather be where you're at. What did you do this week, Kurt, that is a little bit different than something you did last week? What did I do this week? Um, well, I got into miniature painting. I don't know if you know that, but I paint miniatures what? now. Yeah. Into what? Miniature painting. You know, little tiny figurines. You paint them. That's what I do now. So. Oh, okay. So what did you paint? Um, I painted something from. A, it's a board game called Mansion of Madness. I know this is probably all very geeky to you, but th that that's what it I do. Doesn't, it's not geeky to me because I just have no goddamn idea what you're talking about. Exactly. As long, so. As long as it makes you happy. It it does. It's very therapeutic. Just painting small stuff well great um so you know if you're gonna start to paint you might as well start with painting small stuff yeah right um speaking of small stuff i have the extremely small no, i'm joking enoch miller is in the house <laughs> actually enoch is at his own house um you're looking fabulous by the way your backdrop yeah. is even as beautiful as mine it's so much fun to do this i'm absolutely loving it it's my back little patio area outside behind my apartment yeah, it is fun. I'm just trying to make it um, a, a little bit louder. Did I leave for a second? Did I lose you? Did you lose me? No, your hand just covered the mic. Or the oh, phone sorry phone. about that. Um, Enoch, what is, uh, what's, what's been going on with you? How's your week been? It's been it's busy. It's been really good. Just a little bit crazy and busy, but that's always good to be crazy and busy. And uh, we're just excited that the latest magazine is out for West Hollywood Magazine. So we've And been it's promoting cute that. as it's fuck. Cute. I love it. Um, and it's like an especially, uh, especially, especially pet friendly kind of, uh, uh, um, theme with this, this magazine. And it featured the cutest dog wheel contest, which went to, what was her name? Uh, Par Barkley? Penny. 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 Um, a baby pity. And she's beautiful. Um, she's so cute. So congrats to Penny and shout out to that. Where can we get the West Hollywood magazine right now? Um, so it's available to a lot of different locations here in West Hollywood and a lot of the different racks you'll see around the place. Um, but if you want a digital copy, you can go online to westhollywoodmagmag.net and right. they will have the digital copy where you can download your own PDF version or actually view it on the website itself. Oh, I love that. Yeah. All right, so everyone, go and do not uh, do not walk, but run and go grab a pick up a copy of that because they're not going to be there for much longer. No, Enough. Every week, we what we try to do here is um, we try to stay up to date with a lot of different things that are trending on Gay Life LA, which is its own separate outlet now from WeHoVille.com. Um, and it's run by Henry Hank Scott and Douglas uh, Sischler and, you know, Thomas Karen is over there, you know, doing some sales for us and everything like that. But we really want to thank Doug and, and Henry for everything that they do and how they've taken this website and turned it into a huge outlet of everything gay that's going on right now in West Hollywood. And it's even expanded to the greater Los Angeles area. Right. It's the official sponsor of my show. It's the official sponsor of your show. Uh, holding court with the Empress, which you had yesterday. You had a good friend of both of ours on, Diana Jackadoff. Love her. Um, she actually just asked me to DJ room service on May oh. 10th, and I said yes. Um, so shout out to her shirt. She also has a show tonight uh, at the, yeah. the hotel as well, so check that out. Um, but why don't you instill 
some light in some of the things that Douglas and Henry wrote about this week in uh, the Gay Life LA world. Sure, of course. So first That off, was a hell of a motherfucking intro, by the way. You're welcome. <laughs> and for that, we thank you. <laughs> but I'm um, so really excited. So um, Brave Trails is a company that helps LGBT youth um, start their journey in life. And it really gives them a place. Um, I know a lot of people go to camp when they're young, but a lot of LGBT youth don't like going to regular camps because they don't usually provide that influence for LGBT community um, ideals. And so um, Brave Trails is a company that puts on this camp every year. It's their third year now doing it. And um, it's all kind of helped them kind of have the summer camp experience. Um, they're empowered to uh, create change in their own communities and they go back home. Um, and then also starting their own, um, sometimes they start their own gay straight alliance at their schools. Um, they teach them how to do things like that. Um, and they also have all tons of activities from theater to archery to everything in between. Oh, I love that. It's a lot of fun. So it's um, more information about that. And there's different uh, ways you can help don donate to support them. But it really is great that they're building these types of things to build up the next generation of LGBT youth to really be uh, civic minded, but also to really start invoking change in their communities for the betterment of the LGBT community. And then next, um, so I know you aren't as thrilled by this, but um, West Hollywood is one of a few cities and also our West Hollywood chamber went and uh, testified in support of the extended hours bill that is now before the Senate Appropriations Committee. Um, it's currently on hold. Um, they have to vote to approve the bill by the Appropriations Committee before it will actually go to the Senate for the California Senate for them to actually vote to approve the bill to go into um, effect. So. Um, our city, what would happen is if it is a voted into effect, um, there'll be us and four other cities that will be as a trial basis for this to see how it would work at the end of an extended period of time. I don't know if it's like a two years, a year, something like that. They will come back, look at the data, look at um, if like did, did accidents increase, was accidents decreased, was public intoxication, blah, blah, blah. They're going to take all these different factors, look at... Um, extensions and billing for sheriff department for medical services for the fire all these different things that they're going to have to calculate and come up with um, um, some different structures they're going to take that back and then see if it's something they can make statewide and all that stuff with that so it's currently on hold um, but a lot of the business community is for it so um, half are for it uh, I feel like the other half are kind of so that other half is split some are on the fence and then some are not for it um, altogether um, our city council itself is even split. So um, our public safeties commission does not want to do it. Our sheriff's department doesn't want to do it. But a lot of the other people, especially the chamber, and even um, the majority of our city council is for it. And they voted four to one to approve this. Well, listen, 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 I will tell you one thing. From working at bars in Manhattan, New York, I've worked at bars in Provincetown, Massachusetts, which is one of the biggest gay party towns there is uh you know four yeah. or six months out of the year um and they stopped at the same time that california stops they stopped serving you know at two sometimes their last call is 1 30 um and in new york when it is allowed to go until 5 6 a.m nothing good happens after like 12 a.m like 12 30 a.m no matter what you want to say like it kind of, you really have to weigh your options here. As a bartender, I would not be excited unless 
unless there was something in place where it was like maybe a cover to get in between yeah. the hours of two to four so that you kind of weed out the people who are there just to do drugs and not drink and right. hang around, you know? Like if there's not room for profit yeah. in everything, then I'm not sure why we're doing it. Um, yeah. But I know that it came up and I thought that it was quickly squashed. So to that hear was, back on that was table, last year. Yeah, that was last year. So it's, it's already come up once. Ago. Yeah, it came up in 2017. This was the last year it came out. This is Senator Weiner, uh, Wiener's um, initiative. And so it got squashed the last time. Well, well, it didn't technically get squashed. It got put on hold, which kind of meant it was not going to be put forward. But they did some revisions that brought it again for 2018 for review. And so it's more or less the same bill as last year. It's just some minor tweaks. And then the difference between last year and this year is they weren't going to have a select few cities first as a trial basis they added that in this year to do let's do a test see how these cities do that have high hospitality rates of um, nightlife and stuff like that and kind of get their feedback before we actually make this a state legislated bill well listen we're gonna this is a story that's going to be similar to that of like abby lee miller where we're just gonna have to stay up to date with this yeah. because not only is it going to affect the city of West Hollywood, it's personally going to fucking affect me. So I would like to know when and if that is all happening. Yeah, I'll keep you up to date with that. Um, but yeah, for sure, we'll, we'll, I mean, the bars will be notified or anything like that. They'll be notified way in advance before anything goes into effect. Um, also, before you, before you go on with your other two articles that we want to bring light to, we want to shout out to the new mayor, uh, right. John Duran. So yes. there we go. When did that happen? Overnight, it seems like. Um, that happened the beginning of this week. Okay, great. So that was at the Monday council meeting. Um, they, they swore him in as the new mayor. Um, for anyone who doesn't know how our mayoral, mayoral system works is we have five council members and every year they rotate out a new mayor from that five, select five of council. And so we'll technically have the same my council. studio audience is very intrigued by that. <laughs> it's it's a very different system but studio honestly it's it's really cool i mean i think it's a, a it's a unique way to govern it kind of brings up different initiatives every year that they work but enoch hard. this kind of goes back and i don't mean to interrupt but i no, do this kind of goes back to what i am constantly saying about west hollywood and why yeah and why are why is it so difficult to do everything here when it comes to like being it's like a city within a city within people who choose the laws that are executed by the county of los angeles and then a city within that you know like it's like it's always like it's so broken down to like this group of individuals that at the end of the day i feel grateful that i have all of that on my side as a resident of the community yeah but at the same time i think to myself like it's always such a process to do anything in West yeah. Hollywood. So really the, the thing that's, so what's really actually, what I agree with you, there's a parts of it that are really annoying about it. And the, really the part is, is we're a town of almost 35, 36,000 people out of, for, for West Hollywood. West and Hollywood. so, but for that 36,000, only about like seven to eight, maybe 9,000 of that, seven to 9,000 of that actually go out and vote actually show up to council meetings, actually show up to these other committee meetings or public uh, hearings and put their voice in. So it's a select group that really go out there, voice their concerns, voice their opinions, 
whether they're right or wrong, whatever they are, there's a very select few vocal group from different areas in the community. And usually those are the only few people that get heard by city council. And so the majority of West Hollywood goes like, why was this going on? Why wasn't I right or this, da, da, da. And everyone's like, well, it's all over the city's website. It's all over WeHoville. It's all over all these other places. How could you not be aware? So I think there's a, the part of it is there's this, there's Los Angeles County that we have to follow because that's the county rules. There's the state stuff, obviously you have to follow. And then there's a lot of like difference in between when it comes to what council wants to what the select group wants to what all our other different constituents want. So it can get a little segmented at times. Right. Um, but for the most part, I feel like when you compare us to the city of Los Angeles, um, compared to what they deal with and how they handle their like buildings and stuff like that, we are night and day compared to that, lack of a better term, shit show that goes on sometimes down over there. Um, so I feel wah, like wah. It's, it's better in some degrees, but sometimes it's worse because we are a very opinionated group in our community. Right. So um, I think it's just any system you, I mean, the more you can show up, the more you can put your comments out and share your voice and do any of that, the better we'll have of an option from different people's perspective of how better this community can run. Well, there you had it. That, that was a mouthful right there, sister. I'm good at mouthfuls. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, current. <laughs> All right, Enoch, what else? All right, so next thing that's not too exciting as well. Um, the City of West Hollywood voted on Monday to approve an increase in the meter rates, a 33% increase from $1.50 to $2.00. So Jesus. parking meters, yeah, parking meters are now two dollars an hour for uh, for the meters. This is similar to what has happened in New York with the MTA fares. Yeah, the subways I mean, have hiked up their fares like something like two thousand hundred billion percent over the past <laughs> like three months. It's insane. Yeah. It and looks like from what I've seen, it looks like they went up about four, like thirty-five to forty percent on. It's insane. On so they're a little bit higher than us, but not by much. Yeah, but they're like, it's for a dirty subway and ours is for a parking meter. It's a little yeah. bit of a different, you know, it's a different sort of playing field here. Yeah. And I mean, uh, next to hospitality, I think tickets are our second grossest revenue on what we get from the community. I think that that's what what keeps the police like the the department in 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 business because they I just bank be, off of the parking ticket. I wouldn't be surprised, quite frankly. Like the second <laughs> that it turns the twenty first minute of a twenty meter parking, uh -huh. they come and fucking get you. Oh, like they're on. They're on. I've seen a guy once go with a ruler down Santa Monica Boulevard, ruling. I've seen a guy with a ruler once now too, sweetie, but it's a different story. <laughs> But he was checking to see how far away the tires were from the curb. And if you're too far away from the whatever allotted inches it is, you get a ticket for being, um, you're it's like a road obstruction kind of thing. Ooh. So, yeah, they're a little, they're a little aggressive. <laughs> yeah, and not in the aggressive top kind of way. Not in the fun way, no. Right. Not in the right, way that so good. Out. All right, so finally, um, kudos to the city of West Hollywood. They won a big award for their colorful social media campaign that they did. Yay! Um, yeah, greats to them. The California, oh, it's so cute! It is really cute. The California Association of Public Information Officials um, gave the, the marketing plan and campaigns for the city of illustrated tasteful and creative advertising for the city of West Hollywood. 
Um, and so they, it's called the 2018 Capio Epic Award for Excellence in Public Information and Communications. So congratulations to the city on that. They always do really well um, on trying to find funny, intriguing. Um, my favorite one, they did a whole Game of Thrones inspired um, uh, ad campaign about conserving water. Um, so they've, they've done a lot of really fun things to really beef up people's notice of these ads, but also make them engaging at the same time. Like my favorite one is the one, um, you can see it at the top uh, left-hand corner. It's the uh, pup, uh, Sunny with a Chance of Puppies. They put that ad in our magazine. So they're really good at being creative and in uh, ingenuitive on their, their social media platforms. So congrats to their award. They completely yes. deserve it. Uh, you have a caller coming in. Ooh. Oh, do we? Okay, let's take the caller. Hello, you're on. Hello. Hi, uh, Eric. It's Clarence. <laughs> Hi, Hi Clarence. Clarence. Happy birthday. Hello. Happy birthday, Clarence. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Clarence. Can you, can hear, you hear us? us? Eric, can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> I can hear you, Clarence. Did I lose him? No, I can't hear him. Oh. Kurt, did I lose him? Yeah, yeah, he's gone. Oh, shoot. All right, well, Kurt, we'll take him after the commercial break. Sounds good. Um, Enoch, so uh, other than the, was that, was that for the most part it? Yeah, that was everything for right now. Um, we'll keep you guys up to date with anything new that happens in the city as well in the greater Los Angeles community. Um, again, like Eric said, go to GayLifeLA.com um, for our What's Happening section to see all the different events and things that are going on. What's happening? Right. So there's and lots of really good also, You can also catch uh, reruns of my show and Enoch's show both on um, Gay Life LA. Yep. Before we go to a quick commercial break, um, I would like to instill the most, um, the most right now with my reality television roundup. Um, <laughs> we're going to start big right now. We're going to start with the Real Housewives of New York City, which is personally my favorite that's on right now. Um, and Bethany and Carol are fighting. I didn't Again. expect them to be <laughs> fighting from the beginning of the season. But they are. Um, it could be a producer thing. Maybe people are, you know, forcing it upon them because they've been so good in the past. So <laughs> must come to an end, you know. Um, and perhaps that's just what it is. I just didn't expect it this early on. Um, moving on to the crazy train that is Sonia. She is completely out of control, like to the point of making things up. Uh, and she's the only one that actually believes anything that's coming out of her mouth. But I guess that if you continue to say something over and over, then perhaps you can believe it in your mind. But Oh, um, totally. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Luann, who recently was divorced from her husband of six months, uh, seems to have upped her Levitra prescription prescription or whatever it is that makes her happy because she is on cloud nine about things that she should probably, you know, be in jail for, but that's all good because probably lady she winds up her. going to jail later on in the season. So we will see that unfold as well before our eyes. Um, and then it brings me to the Tinsley, Carol and Bethany 
love triangle thing that's going on right now. I guess Carol and Bethany, since they're on the ends, Tinsley has stepped in to be the replacement best friend and Bethany is not one to uh, play shy and or not keep us updated on the whole thing throughout the entire episode. Now I would show a clip of the episode, but I'm not in the mood to get this flagged being as though um, it took a lot to set up this setup right now. So I don't right. want to get this video flagged, but check it out for yourself. Watch The Real Housewives of New York City every Wednesday at 9 p.m. And then the snooze fest of The Real Housewives franchise this season, particularly in my opinion, would have been The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I didn't really see much evolution over the season whatsoever. Um, I think it's kind of going down. They may need to redo the entire cast. There was a fun Berlin trip. For a second, uh, I mean, Erica Jane was late to everything. She served some great looks, if that's what you're into. But I'm personally not watching a television show just to see someone dress up. I mean, right. I, you know, I'm watching a show to be entertained. And I'm not really thinking too deep about what I'm watching when I'm watching reality television. So right. let's not make it that. Um, so snooze my Snooze Fest award goes to the Housewives of Beverly Hills this season. Sorry about it. Love you. <laughs> Not trying to book y'all any on this punk, any of y'all on this podcast anyway. So now the Atlanta, oh, okay. say that again. Say it one more I want I want to ask about. I mean, if you want to come back to it in a minute, but I want to ask about the uh, the Andy. Watch what happens live with the uh, the housewives uh, from Beverly Hills on it. Oh yeah. So watch what happens live did a taping in L.A. and they did a episode where they featured all six of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills on, and yeah. they instilled in the help of. Six different drag queens. One of them was my friend Lyle. Uh, Sonique was another one. Uh, Morgan McMichaels was there. I need a procedure. You know, all those queens. Yeah. Um, and ooh. <laughs> what they did was they had them each dress up as a prospective housewife. <clears throat> and I thought from the beginning that it was actually a contest just for Lisa Vanderpump. Right. So I thought they were bringing in different queens to dress up like Lisa Vanderpump, in which case they invited my dog Stella on it. And then about an hour beforehand, they uh, gave me a call and not only revoked my ticket, but canceled Stella and replaced her with a plastic goose to have Lyle hold. Oh, um, it is what it is. It was cute. Check it out. We love Andy Cohen. Shout out. He's this tall, whatever. I just will say that my favorite part about it was when, um, What's the one with the really short hair, the, like the reddish short hair, the auburn short hair? Oh, when Lisa Rinna called out Lisa Vanderpump for uh -huh. her restaurants. Yeah. yeah. So what she had said. happened was basically Lisa Vanderpump said to Lisa Rinna that she should go back to selling dusters and diapers because Lisa Rinna is the face of Depends. Yeah. And Lisa Rinna said, well, those dusters and diapers have you know, gain me more money than any of your restaurants. And the crowd erupted. Lost it. Lost, Lost it. it. Listen, <laughs> don't come for it, honey. I mean, those, you know, those are it real. It was epic. Those are real things. Diapers, depends, <laughs> all that stuff. That's a million dollar. I, you, for a million fucking dollars, you would see my face on the back of, on the back of a diaper. You could print my face on a diaper. Just saying. I, I kind of want to do now. <laughs> um, moving on to even more juicy, juicy drama. The Atlanta Part 2 reunion took place this past Sunday. 
And listen, a lot of people have been talking about the Atlanta Housewives saying that they're a poor representation of Black women. Um, I am not a Black woman, but what I can say is that there are a lot, a lot of Black women, women in my life, and um, I've never been one to see color or this, that, whatever. Um, I think it's just a, any of these Real Housewives shows and, and the different franchises between the different cities, it's about just showing powerful women. Nobody yeah. cares about your fucking skin color right. or what, yeah, I, you know, like if, if it's being, sh I mean, let me take that back. <coughs> of course, there are other people who have suffered more than others and skin color may be, you know, taken into counter. But what I'm saying is that what they're showcasing on right. these shows is positivity and women who are boss ass bitches right, right now. exactly the only negativity you see in any of these real housewife shows is really just like drama within the women to you know keep you watching you know for yeah. silly little things so right. it came out that a statement from kenya moore's husband mark daly said to andy cohen's staff that it wasn't a, a, a well representation of, of black women i just like couldn't disagree more with that and what they're trying to bring. Now, Kenya also stated in part two of the reunion that they were expecting a baby later on this year. Oh. This bitch is 40 something in the late 40 somethings. Not in the first 40 somethings, but the late 40 somethings. It happens. Three faces later since she won the title, <laughs> nine different boob jobs and 50 plus injections in the top lip alone. There is no way that she is pregnant whatsoever. So I think you heard it here first. Kurt, get on this right now. I'm telling you to write this down. I need a, I need a you heard it here first graphic. You heard it here first that she is setting herself up for a miscarriage to keep her storyline going for the next season. Now, I'm going to get a lot of backlash from that. And by a lot, I mean, I'll probably get like 13 different messages, which is not that bad. But I will say this. She is setting herself up for the next season. Go ahead, it, it, sound does off. she does she mean like she has like she's having a kid or she, she's adopting? She, she didn't she didn't specify if she was adopting or what. She just said that she was expecting a boy or a girl in the near future later this year. Um, and when prompted to find out the sex of the baby that she desired, oh Kurt, that's good. Kurt, that's real good. You heard it here first. Save that for next week. Um, contrary to whatever she's saying, she just said that she wants a a healthy baby, not a boy or a girl. She just wants a healthy okay. baby. So. Yeah, that that totally sounds like a setup to to kind of keep her going for something. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I Babies want keep to a man just, and it keeps her ratings. <laughs> yes, I want to just wrap it up with uh, the Real Housewives of Potomac right now. I don't want to talk too much about it because um, it has sure. to do with financial struggles and I'm not one to harp on anyone's finance. I'm 30 years old and just beginning to, you know, save my own sort of money. So who the fuck am I? But basically, uh, Karen Huger versus the cast right now and, and whether or not she moved out of her house um, overnight out of Potomac because of her husband, who is now facing millions in back taxes from his business. So what people don't really understand is just because you're facing back taxes from a business and it goes on a personal account doesn't necessarily mean that you personally owe that amount of money. It just sure. means that the business has built something up. Now, listen, child, if you have a different owner with every business that you have and you have more than one person paying a different thing and you don't have everything lined up and tied together in one bank, that's a whole other story. But
But if you have one sole owner of the business, I can kind of see it. I also understand how editing works and how they like to build things up, you know, for the viewers. But that's the main thing right now in Potomac. It's Robin's financial status. And it is Ashley, who is arguably the youngest housewife in the history of housewives at a leaping age of 29. And her 53-year-old husband facing marital issues um, because he may or may not have posted a picture on Grindr in last week's episode while he was on a business trip. So, tune into that. We are going to take a quick 30-second commercial break. And when I get back, I'm going to bring you all through some of the dumbest and or dangerous most trending teen challenges going on right now all over the world. Stay tuned. Welcome to the new sound of online radio. Welcome to the sound of Universal Broadcasting Network. Anywhere. This is your sound. This is the sound of Universal Broadcasting Network at UBNRadio.com. All over the United States, teens are. Oh, 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 oh! Is that the <laughs> is that the, the the stadium crowd going crazy for me right now? But they are. They're living for you, honey. So all over the United States right now, teens are taking to social media and recording themselves doing these outrageously, for lack of a better term, fucking out of this world stupid challenges to themselves. So I have come up with a bit of a segment. And even though everything that I am going to be discussing within the next 10 bullet points of my script is both dumb and dangerous, I would just like to know how dumb or dangerous y'all think these are. So let's start with one of the top trending challenges right now, thanks to social media. Um, These challenges become more prevalent in the recent years. And today, documenting the stunts with the video and posting it to YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram, or streaming them live is the entire point. So after a video is actually shared a thousand times on social media, different news outlets uh, are often quick to declare it a stunt, you know, and share it all over the place. So the Tide Pod Challenge, which became a quick stunt, we've talked about it a few times on the show. It's uh, what I think is, when I was younger, it was the robo, robo tripping, you know, we took right. robo, you know, when I was younger, uh-huh. uh, we took robo tussin and we would drink the entire thing, you know, like often in college dorm rooms and just to see what you would feel from there and you would record it, you know, not good, not something I would capitalize on, but no. we did it. Um, after that, this is something I've just learned about. This is the do it yourself lip pumping. So what you do is you take a shot glass and it's inspired by Kylie Jenner because she is the first one who ever took to her Instagram and did it. But you take a shot glass and you put your lips in the glass. Do I have a shot glass here? Actually, do we have a shot glass here that I could show? Hold on one second. Do you have the Jeopardy theme? I can probably find that. I've seen this before, though. It's so, like, weird. All right, I'm going to try it. So, shot glass. 
you take a shot glass, you put your lips in the shot glass, and you suck the air out of the shot glass. That's it. Just don't break the glass. As it, it didn't, no, no but let me try again. <laughs> no, but apparently you suck the air out of the shot glass, and what it does is it brings the air to the lips and it plumps them up and it makes them yeah. really swollen and disgusting. And it's, uh, you know, it's like a cheaper way to inject whatever into your But lips it doesn't to... last. It lasts enough for like a night, you know, and you can do it for a long enough. Trust me, YouTube, some of the videos, they're gross. The next one is um, something that I'm not like totally against, but um, a vodka-soaked tampon um, being injected into uh, my okay. anal. Yeah. And or the vaginal region. Now, um, I think that there are. I think that there are pros and cons to this. I think you know the the, the pros are it's a faster buzz. You know, dangerous. You know, Enoch says dangerous. I say you try everything once. I know so, it's dangerous though. Um, it's a faster buzz. You save some money. You know, I mean, bitches on a budget. And um, you avoid booze breath. You know, a big thing is when people have bad breath and they come up to me with their boozy breath and I can't take it. At least this way, um, you uh, are avoiding all that. Now, the, some of the cons, um, it's a fucking vodka soaked tampon in your vagina or your ass. Don't do it. Well, and Thank the you. people don't realize that your liver filters everything. When you do that through that kind of cavity, it goes straight into your bloodstream. I don't know, sweetie. I haven't, I haven't had a litter, liver since 2001. But uh, since next, 1988. <laughs> there is a cinnamon challenge that is surfing the wet right now that I haven't heard of. But apparently if you swallow cinnamon um, and you hold it in there for 60 seconds without a drink of H2O, um, I haven't really found a pro. All I found was that choking is common. Um, and a, sometimes a collapsed lung can occur. So if that's what I've done it before. For, you know, maybe you should go speak to someone, turn on a Tony Braxton album. I'm not sure you know, what there is for you out there in the world, but um, I don't get it. I, I've I, done it. It's. I mean, it's stupid. I mean, it does. It's not. But what does it does it produce a euphoric feeling? I mean, no. What, I don't, no, it's just kind of one of those things. But cinnamon, the thing with cinnamon is, it's funny, it's actually good for you. I used to take cinnamon pills because um, it helps with some sort of deficiency, but um, it doesn't do anything. I'm just, not a thousand percent sure you're telling the truth, no. but I do love you. I do. I take them all the time. I can show you the bottle. Yeah, but I'm not sure they're good for you. Like if I went to, you know, like Gary Thomas, MD, and was like, hello, like, should I take some cinnamon pills? He'd be like, I'm not sure. Perhaps take a vitamin D. You know, like... I'll bet you take a vitamin D. Okay, goodbye. Um, <laughs> moving on. There is a, this is something that I didn't know about. I just call this S&M. But there is a duct tape challenge. Did you know about this? So basically. To tape you against the wall. You wrap yourself, your friends wrap you up. Todd, dog, champagne glass. Todd, 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 dog, champagne. There is a challenge where you wrap yourself up in duct tape. Yes, I just yelled it. Yes, that's exactly what happened. Um, you wrap yourself up in duct tape and you see how long it can take to get you out. Yeah, it's like an auto. It's like the it's like the choking challenge where you 
like choke someone until they pass out to see how well, well they can finish. It's my, that's the finale. So oh. number six is the salt and ice challenge. Now this one's a little masochisty. Is that a word? Masochisty? Masochistic? Mas like masochist. So masochistic. what you do is you pour salt all over an area of your body. Um, this is a picture of your hand because the skin is a little bit thinner over there. I just made that up. I don't know if that's true. Um, and you pour salt all over the area and then you take ice and you pour ice all over the salt oh, and you see just... how long your body can handle the burn to your skin. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. No, that hurts. That's like some Saw movie kind of shit, you know, like yeah. Saw movies. Yeah, that's yeah, weird. No, no. The next one is something that I feel like I see in West Hollywood all the time. Dripping, which is a vaping oh. hack. Yeah, it produces a thicker cloud, which I guess creates a stronger sensation in the throat and improves the taste of vape flavors. There is nothing healthy about anything I just said. So uh, kids, beware, you know, with, with, with your vapes. I love a good vape, but I'm not trying to drip. Yeah. Like dripping just sound. I mean, I know there are other sorts of dripping, honey. That's a different drug, but that's not uh, what, what, what we are talking about here. No. Now, number eight is a topic that I covered uh, two weeks ago on my show. The condom challenge, Ugh. which I don't understand why this is something that intrigues anyone. There are a few things on here that like do it. Like, remember the cr the, the crack, what, cracker, the crack? Oh, the, the yeah, we pop in your mouth. Yeah. What was it, sweetie? The pop rock, the, the cracker so it was, pop it was thing. crackers and, and pop soda. And soda, yeah. and soda. It oh, was wait, like it was a Mentos button. and soda. It was a Mentos didn't do and soda. anything for me other than give me the next 45 minutes in the bathroom. But, you know, uh, this is the condom challenge in which you take a condom. Um, if I were you, I would recommend lube. A lube <laughs> condom and snort it. <laughs> no, one no one wants to snort a lambskin condom, honey. So a lube condom and you snort it through your nostril and out of your mouth. Just sit, just sit on that for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt, was that a fart sound effect? It was. <laughs> oh, that so was Enoch, awesome. everything that you haven't held your iPad up for dangerous, you think is just dumb. By the way, the fact that you don't think the salt and the ice challenge is dangerous just proves to me that you're a fucking. I know it's dumb because that I mean that doesn't that doesn't hurt you up to the fact of like it will kill you. I mean it'll just give you a bad like almost like a Kurt. Do you still have the video of the? the um, condom challenge from last week. Oh. No. Uh, I don't, but I can look it up if you give me a no, few seconds. No, I can't, I can't pay for longer than an hour. I'm not trying to go over my time. Um, so, hold on. No, don't, we won't show it. We won't show it. Don't show it. Don't show it. I was going to oh, show no. it. Don't show it. Don't show it. It's gross. So gross. If you guys want to see something really gross and not eat for the next 12 hours, go YouTube condom challenge. Um, okay. This one's kind of cool, the next one. I've done it a few times. It's definitely dangerous, but it became popular in the 1980s. And it's the simple act of car surfing. When you're riding on the outside of a moving vehicle driven by someone else, preferably not a dog, um, including, uh, and, and what you do is you get in the back of the car, including the roof or, you know, a cargo space or a truck or a pickup, whatever. And you just kind of stand and live your life. No seatbelt whatsoever. Probably dangerous, but, um, you know, uplifting, you know, nice. It's nice to, it's nice to be the king of the world every now and then and be the, the rose without a Jack. You know, I don't have a Jack, 
but I can make my Jeep a Titanic. You know, do what you gotta do. Car we, surf, I say we, do it. Wear we, a did, we did stupid stuff in Texas where when it would rain and get all muddy, we would tie uh, a rope to the back of a truck and the back of an inner tube and then do inner tubing on the mud with the truck. <laughs> so we're just like getting all muddy, getting spun That's around. That's some like hick. You're going to gay conversion therapy. Your yeah, parents done that. are not happy with you. You are hooking up with the boy in the backstage area of your performing arts center at your high school because yep. that's how small town that is. The sad AKA, thing is that that all happened. AKA Enoch Noah. <laughs> yes. That all happened. <laughs> so for the conclusion of my dumb and or but mostly dangerous top trending challenges right now is the choking game. So it's also called the pass out challenge yeah. or the flatliner or the space monkey. I just, before I continue, I just want to say something to everyone watching, which may not be that many people, but after I share this video to 97 groups, it will be many people. If you are choking yourself to feel good there is something terribly, terribly wrong. Now, I am not judging you for whatever is terribly wrong. There is not coffee in this mug, you know? So what I'm saying is there are other things that you can do. There's ice cream. There's roller coasters. Right. There's medical marijuana. There's journals you can write in. There's Facebook Live videos that you can talk to nobody but feel good about talking just because you are. There's beaches, there's books, there's treadmills, there's bicycles, there's dogs, there's bars. There's a lot of things that you can do to make you feel the way you feel when you are being choked to pass out just so you can feel what it feels like yeah. to wake up after that choking preach girl. go to the spa if there is someone who is watching right now who is choking themselves to feel good i will personally venmo you from my venmo account a hundred dollars to go to the spa and feel good for a few hours i don't know how else to say it go to karaoke night go to go go get a lap dance go do something do not choke yourself but whilst we still have a few minutes left on this podcast belts or ropes are used to chokes one set choke oneself usually to achieve a feeling of euphoria that is the description that wikipedia gave me on the choking game yeah. do you know what they also call Wake it? up america what you know is this <laughs> Do you know what the new name they call it now? No. The Robin Williams Challenge. <laughs> oh. <laughs> way, way too soon. Oh, of course too it's soon. not. It's been a while. Way I at least gave soon. it a month. But you know what? And, uh, you know, uh, Helen Keller would agree if I didn't see it or hear it. No, whatever. <laughs> it went. <laughs> <laughs> Enoch, what is something that is coming up for us in the near future that we can get people excited about? So coming up for the near future is obviously a reminder for um, Eric 
coming up here on uh, May 10th. He has DJing for room service at the Sofa. Oh, Club thank you for reminding me. <laughs> and then right after that, immediately, he's going to be DragCon. Right. And we'll both be at DragCon the yep. whole time. Oh, yeah. Okay, we're actually going to do a, we're actually going to do, you don't know this yet, we're actually going to do a arts and crafts party for Mariah Paris Balenciaga's booth at my apartment before we go. She has some new oh. things that she wants us to make. So that's where I'm primarily gonna be located when I'm not with Enoch. You guys will be able to catch me with Mariah. Listen, sweetie, will be an extension of that. Yeah. Um, so uh, that, yeah, that's a, that's a big thing. That's the big stuff yeah. coming up next. There yeah. we go. Um, and then I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, for the most part, it's just regular karaoke, Monday, Wednesday, all that fun jazz. But and we will be at Flaming Saddles this Sunday as well for brunch. The cast is a really oh. fun brunch. It's right. Phantom, Cake Moss, Barbie, and Diana Jackanoff. And then speaking of Diana Jackanoff, go back and watch The Holding Court with the Empress, your episode yesterday, and check that out because it was with Diana Jackanoff, who also has a show tonight. Enoch, thank you so much for uh, remotely tuning in. And uh, I'll probably see you tonight out and about. And probably. for everyone listening, happy birthday, Clarence. And listen, sweetie. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.